Hey there, I am so excited to tell you that the Mental Health Sunday Resource Pack is ready to download. It includes everything your church would need to host an invitational Sunday experience on mental health and faith. Hope Made Strong, along with mission-minded partners, have created digital resources that include research notes, sermon ideas, video, social, and marketing assets, and a seven-day devotional. Plus, there are community invitations, congregate giveaways, and editable digital files. This free resource can be downloaded at mentalhealthsunday.com. From Hope Made Strong, this is the Care Ministry Podcast, a show about equipping ministry leaders and transforming communities through care. Supporting those in your church and community not only changes individuals' lives, but it grows and strengthens the church. But we want to do that without burning out, so listen in as we learn about tools, strategies, and resources that will equip your team and strengthen hope. I'm Laura Howe, and welcome to the Care Ministry Podcast. On the show today, it's all about why it's important to talk about mental health from the pulpit or stage. At this time of the episode airs, we are just a few days from the month of May, which happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month. This is a prime opportunity to talk about mental health at your church. But many are hesitant, and this can be for a number of reasons. And here I'm going to talk about the most important or the three most common reasons that I hear why people are hesitant or feel that there's a deterrent to talk about mental health in their church. The first one is that people struggle with reconciling if mental health is a medical issue, spiritual issue, or just a human experience. Leaders, uh, second reason is that leaders don't want to open a can of worms that they feel they can't support. Uh, I don't think it's any question if leaders are aware that people are struggling. I think we all know that, but it's common to feel that people don't, that churches don't have the capacity to provide ongoing support or know how to offer care without becoming overwhelmed. So this is a common deterrent that I hear. And then the third reason is that pe- uh, reason is that pastors feel ill-equipped to oversee or offer support regarding mental health. And I want to talk a little bit more about these three issues and then further in as to why it's so valuable or what the benefits are for talking about mental health from, from this stage, from your pulpit. I believe that mental health can be a result of all three issues, the medical, spiritual, and it's a result of the human experience to life challenges. Mental illness, this is a medical diagnosis. This indicates that there's a disruption in how the body operates and treatment is often needed. That includes medication to realign these issues in our body. I, I truly believe that this is no different than diabetes, blood pressure, or autoimmune disorders or any other number related of disorders or illnesses. The body is not functioning correctly and our medical advances and and research has allowed us to be able to treat these issues so that the body is able to function more appropriately. So I do think mental illness absolutely or mental struggles uh, or illness is able is um, a result of, of medical issues. I also think that spiritual activity is not only and for biblical times. If that were true, it would also mean that miracles or the moving of the Holy Spirit was only for biblical times. So absolutely, there continues to be demonic activity in present day. However, I believe that demons cannot be minimized or silenced by medication. 
And uh, demonic activity doesn't only look like mental health disturbances. It's And so every mental health issue isn't demonic. If it can be uh, medicated, if it can be supported, if we could be returned back with um, medical treatment and support, then I believe that is more of a medical issue than it would be, say, a spiritual issue. And also, finally, in my 15 years of working as a mental health clinician, I cannot tell you how many times people have come in for counseling and they start by saying something like, oh, I don't, just don't know why I'm having panic attacks or I don't know why I'm depressed or lost all motivation. So in response, I ask them to tell me a little bit about themselves, their, their past or their circumstances, you know, kind of what's going on or has gone on in their life. And without fail, people tell me this story that often includes a, a, a tremendous amount of stress, suffering, and trauma. And after I listen and, and I'm empathetic and compassionate to them sharing, I ask them, okay, so after retelling me your story, after sharing all of what you're facing, can you see why perhaps you're experiencing some mental health struggles in your life? <laughs> Our bodies and minds are connected. So people are experiencing challenges in one area of their life, whether that's relational or physical or emotional, that it's going to impact your mental health. This is how we're created, body, mind, and spirit. And when you look at how our brains are wired to protect and preserve us, you begin to see that it's not a shock or it's no surprise that people are experiencing increasing mental health struggles and, and issues when they're facing an increasing amount of trauma and stress and emotional um challenges. So mental health, I truly believe can be all three. It could be a medical issue, it could be a spiritual issue, and it could be a result of life challenges. Absolutely. Now, there is the second common deterrent or question um, or struggle why people talk about, why people don't talk about mental health. And that's the fear or concern that if we start talking about it, more people are going to um, come forward with issues and the church or pastor isn't equipped to handle the need. And so they just don't open the can of worms. They just don't go there. And I'm going to challenge this thought process a little bit because I think this stems from the the expectation or the the uh, the desire to fix issues or have the answer to everyone's problem. And I could admit it is uncomfortable to hear problems and not have any, you know, advice or solution or or be able to help someone immediately to overcome that. And I think that's partially, you know, that's why we look for responsibility, reason and blame. Well, if you're experiencing this struggle in this area in your life, there must be something wrong. You have to fix something else. And and I truly think that ministry leaders can have this pressure or this internal desire strong Longer than some others because their whole life is given and they have this passion to serve and strengthen the body of, of Christ. They are coming as servants to support and care for other people. And, and if someone comes to a pastor and, and you've given your life to care for others and you, you, you're going to have that pressure to feel like you need to have the word or a solution or advice that will help them overcome right there in that moment. But like I said, I'm going to challenge that this is the desire to 
be a rescuer or to savior to to try to rescue or save someone when in reality most people what they need is a supporter i think we've all heard that joke of you know a husband and wife's um <laughs> the wife is just sharing about her struggles and the husband is trying to fix or solve the problem but really what is the wife is wanting and this is most often husband and wife but it can be different depending on the you know personality and such but what the other person is really just wanting they don't want someone to fix their problem they want a safe place to share their experiences and and emotions and to be validated and listened to with compassion and pastor and ministry leaders, I'm going to be saying the exact same thing to you, that when people are, are struggling with their mental health, people aren't looking for necessarily for a solution or advice. Well, those might be the words that they're saying. What people desperately are needing is a safe place to share their experiences and emotions and to be validated and listened to with compassion. And of course, there are methods of support um, that could lead to a solution or support or like to fix or or treatment. But that is often connecting them with a mental health professional. Um, and that often only happens when someone is requesting that. But if someone is talking about mental health from the pulpit, it's not going to cause more people to have mental health struggles. Likely they are already happening, but they're just happening in silence behind shame and un- sure if this is a great a safe place to talk about it but by by talking about mental health you are creating that safe place and and you don't need to rescue or fix or solve anyone's problem but need to really just offer compassionate support now, the third reason why people often don't talk about mental health or are just unsure of how to approach it is that uh, they don't feel equipped. They don't know about mental health struggles or challenges or illnesses. And and this is, it's pretty common to only have one course in counseling and care in seminary. Uh, pastors are passionate about building the kingdom, but they actually have, oft, sometimes, not always, have little experience in supporting people through mental health challenges. So they stick to what they know best, talking about the word and scripture and theology and 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 those types of things. And really, I can't blame them. I, I don't like doing things that I don't feel confident and knowledgeable in either. But as I mentioned, there's this underlying assumption of responsibility that I think is misplaced. Pastors don't have to have the answers to all things. And we can't be all things to all people. We can't fix everyone's problem. So for those who do want to learn more about mental health, I'm going to link a few resources in the show notes to different courses or classes. They're going to help you learn more about mental health. So you have more of that confidence to be able to speak to it. And please do know that listening empathetically with and validating people's experience and just listening with compassion is a tremendous, tremendous help. Uh, also, for the month of May, I'm going to be talking about different mental diagnoses each week and uh, provide some foundational information. And then we're going to be talking with someone who has lived experience with these. And I think this will be a great place to start with and great and easy place to start for learning more about mental health. And then um, also, I need to plug Mental Health Sunday like I did we had at the top of this episode. Really, this is a phenomenal resource 
course um, that will give you the tools, scriptures, research tools, ideas, concepts to be able to talk about mental health from your from the pulpit. So if you're interested in just having somewhere to start and just, okay, where do I start? What is a jumping off point that I can address mental health from the pulpit from this stage? Definitely check out Mental Health Sunday at mentalhealthsunday.com. All right, I'm not going to go, I could go on and on, but I'm not going to do that. Really, I want to talk about why it's so important to talk about mental health from the pulpit. And and it really, it does take, it can, it can take you out of your comfort zone, but really talking openly about mental health, about your experiences, normalizing it, destigmatizing it does these four things. Obviously, the first one is destigmatizing. And I'll explain more about that in a moment. It validates people, it creates a, a safe and it offer hope it offers hope so let's go through through those four areas number one is it uh, talking about mental health destigmatizes um, mental health and mental health stigma is what it is is it's attributing negative characteristics or stereotypes to an individual because of a bias or negative belief about those who struggle with mental health it's it stigma breathes shame and it deters people from reaching out and accessing support so by talking about mental health from the platform and identifying that mental illness is not a result of sin or failure and that everyone, absolutely everyone experiences mental health struggles, you are decreasing stigma by challenging these stereotypes. Mental health struggles and illness is not because or not from being lazy or or not praying enough. It's an issue. It's not even an issue for, you know, those other people. But in reality, mental health struggles and illness is is an issue or a concern for all of us together. We are all a part of um, the community and we are all we all experience these um, struggles and issues from time to time. So the second thing is about is validation. Really, it's a simple concept, but it's way harder to put into practice. Validation is the recognition and acceptance of other person's internal experience as being valid or valuable and real. And it's important to distinguish that validating someone does not mean you are agreeing with or supporting uh, their belief system. Validation is recognizing that what someone is experiencing is real and is impactful for their life. And, and validating someone shows that the other, to the other person that you feel that they are important. Whether the person is being validated uh, is a child or a, or a significant other, a spouse, or their parent, a friend, or just a community member, validation communicates that they're important to you and that you care about their thoughts and feelings and experiences and that you're going to be there for them, that you're not um, arguing them or, or determining if it's right, wrong, but you're supporting them through this journey. And when you speak of mental health in a compassionate way from the pulpit, recognizing that everyone, including yourself, have had mental health struggles, you're validating to others that number one, mental health is real, and number two, that it's hard. 
It is hard. As humans, we have this need to belong and be accepted. And, and when we're experiencing mental health challenges, it can be, feel really lonely. We can feel like we're the only one struggles. And you can look around and think, oh, well, they have overcome and they don't seem to be struggling with that. So it's so we place blame on ourselves that somehow we are not capable or have the capacity to overcome. But having talking about mental health and recognizing that it's real and that it's not just a lack or a weakness in someone else and that it can be hard is extremely validating. And hearing that others have struggled with similar issues offers support and relieves that loneliness and it builds that sense of community and belonging. So the third thing that talking about mental health from the stage does is that it creates safe places. Historically, people have not been treated well if they have been struggling with mental health. And that could be from a child if they have bullied or discrimination from their friends or family, perhaps their job did not respond or support them. Or maybe even in the past, a church could have blamed them from their struggles or put shame upon them saying that they're not praying enough or their sin in their life. And so, So by speaking about mental health in a compassionate way, it normalizes mental health as being an issue of just being human. And pastors, you are creating safe places for people to seek support. If the pastor can talk about mental health in a way that makes them feel comfortable or accepted and not judged, then maybe they could take their guard down. Maybe they feel more empowered to feel to become vulnerable and share and seek out the support so they don't feel that loneliness or they they don't feel like um, there's so much shame and blame placed upon them. We forget sometimes that mental health is part of overall health. We all struggle. And by bringing the message from the stage, you are saying that you're not judging, you're not going to bully them, you're not going to punish them, and they're, they're, they're not to blame for being human. And then finally, speaking about mental health from the platform, you are offering hope. As I mentioned, people feel isolated, ashamed, blamed when they struggle with depression, anxiety, self-hatred, anger, addiction, or really any other mental health struggle. But when you share the message of grace and resilience that is found in the scriptures, you are offering people hope. You are authentically sharing that, yes, you've experienced mental health struggles in the past, and you share how God helped you overcome these struggles. People see that and they feel, okay, if they can do it, I can overcome to. And it can be hard to share. As a leader, it can be hard to be vulnerable and share that you've struggled in the past. But I'm going to tell you that while people admire strength, they can relate to struggle. The theme of Mental Health Sunday resource is building resilience and strengthening hope. And it comes with sermon notes and a seven-day devotional that offers biblically-based practical strategies that help build resilience and prevent people from getting stuck in mental health struggles. As a pastor, you want to share a hope-filled message that gives people practical takeaways. And while it's helpful to say it's okay to not be okay, it needs to be based on scriptures that point to Christ and give people hope-filled strategies to overcome. If you need to help, if you need help in creating this message uh, that is unique for your community, addresses mental health, and offers hope, then grab that Mental Health Sunday resource. There can be barriers to talking about mental health from the pulpit, no doubt about it. But the but there are 
benefits that are critical for people. They're crucial for people who are looking for support. Stigma is broken. People feel that they belong and they're validated. You create a safe place for people to seek out support and you offer hope in a situation that has been dark and hidden for possibly years. In Proverbs 18.21, it says there is life and death in the power of the tongue. The words you speak from the pulpit can shed light and life to all who listen. It could be the first time anyone has ever put to words what their soul has been desperate for. So ministry leaders, it is vitally important to talk about mental health from the pulpit. And if you don't know where to start, grab that resource at mentalhealthsunday.com. Thanks for listening. I encourage you to put to action what you have heard today. How are you going to be intentional in building this culture of care, both for yourself and for others in your church? And if what you have heard today was helpful, I would love it if you could write a review. This will help others find the podcast more easily. Thanks so much and take care.